You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. And this is Zach Whittington on a odd number 61st episode. Yep. So, Dan, how do you celebrate things in quantities of 61? Uh, I've never done it, obviously. I'm not 61 years old, so I have not experienced that yet. It's a big Um, birthday. That's a large birthday. I, you know... Got a while till we're there, but the thing of it is, Zach, there's not a lot of famous athletes out there with the jersey number 61. Obviously, on Moody Sports, you know, we like to name them after a famous athlete's jersey numbers, but this week means Zach struggled to find one, you know? Well, there's there's a few notables, like we can't, some guy named Culp. Curly Culp and then Michael George, both NFL players. Were. Josh Beckett, the pitcher for the Marlins during the 2003 World Series run. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. The p- people actually wore 61, but I thought it was more interesting if we just looked up things associated with the number 61. So, Dan, hit me with something. Okay, so I looked up, and I wanted to see what was one of the most like iconic... I guess, records that would involve the number 61. And what I found happened to just be something that happened 61 years ago. Okay, so back in 19... uh, Back in 1955, the Montreal Canadiens won their... uh, One of their first of 24... uh, Not first, but one of their 24 in a Stanley Cup final. And then subsequently went on for four more finals to win the Stanley Cup. And the last one they won in that rest stretch of five in a row was in 1959, which was 61 years ago. All right, so here's my fact. Daniel, what's like the first stat that anyone learns about basketball? Points. Points. And then like, what's the most iconic stat ever for points? The old wise tale. It's Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points in a game. And he did it in the year 1961. And that wasn't it. Uh, he went on to score 78 points, 73 points, 67, 68, 65, all multiple times in a game. Wilt Chamberlain seems a little OP, if you ask me. I don't know if you uh, you know those initials if you're a gamer, but uh, OP, Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, the finals record for points in a game, an NBA Finals game, is Elgin Baylor, 61. LeBron James, career high, 61. Um, Damian Lillard had a clutch game this last playoff, 61. 61. Uh, Kobe Bryant, points in his last game, 60. Just one less than 61. <laughs> and then, a free throw. And, uh, yeah, pretty crazy uh, associations there, but the number 61 in sports. 61st episode. So, guys, obviously, we got some interesting things to talk about this week. Not as many sports happening, obviously. We're no soccer really going on. Uh, the baseball's over. There is a little golf tournament coming up, Zach. A little Masters in November. You excited? 
I love the Masters. I assume no one's allowed at the Masters, though. There will not be, like, a gallery or anything, and obviously uh, there'll be a social distanced uh, uh, golf parties and whatnot. So, But, you know, it's it's going to be cool. It's going to be the Masters, man, in November. <laughs> I'm yeah. excited. So, over, under, Tiger Woods in the top ten. Uh, I actually listened to a few things this week. I uh, listened to little Scott Van Pelt talking about it. Uh, so, and, uh, you know, uh just i'm just sorry it's hard man what do you expect out of of tiger woods you know 45 plus up there in age you know back issues uh it it comes and goes and you know but like the same time if tiger is involved sunday afternoon tiger has a chance he just got to get a sunday big dubs get in the hole tiger top 10 you know, you got your you got your mainstays, you got your actual younger guys who are consistently up there around the leaderboard, but hey man, if there's a weekend to do it, Tiger, it's the Masters weekend. Talking talking favorites, obviously, Justin DeChambeau right now. Uh he's the hot topic. But DJ. Rory's playing Rory's well. Rory's playing. That's the one you should really keep an eye on, I do think is Rory, just because he does have a potential of getting, you know, the full sweep of all the four majors. And so if you can do that, that's some, so there's some people playing for some things that actually do matter in this Masters. And so I think it is. But like you said, I would love it if it's Tiger again. If he gets back-to-back Masters, that would just be perfect. He's just like, I only play a couple tournaments a year. I play a warm-up at the course that I owned and designed. And then I play at the Masters. And then I win the Masters. Give me another green jacket. I don't have enough in my closet. It's like, I'm actually late for my <laughs> back surgery. <laughs> I'll be right Hold it. <laughs> All right. So, golf. Wow. Hadn't talked well, golf in a there while. There you go. Hey, man. We cover sports. DJ. So, are we going to go into college football or no? Uh, I figured we could even do college football first. We well, anyway, I had, a sick, for NBA I had first. a sick transition. I was okay. going to say, speaking of DJ in Coastal Carolina. I was going to jump the gun to their football team who's doing well. But anyways, Excellent. take no, the dude, pod let's back. Let's go college football. A little Coastal Carolina rep. You know we're, you know we're repping them here because we're Greenville boys. You know, if we're out of the local area, they're a local team more or less. Local. 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 And they are going on the road, it seems, Dan, to Troy. It's going to be a tough game this week at Troy, I think. It could be that. That could be a little But we're talking 7-0, and oh, number 15 Coastal. All right, now we're here. We're already talking Coastal, Zach. Me and Paul were hanging out, watching a little college football Saturday, and I got this idea, man. Watching Virginia Tech go down to undefeated Liberty and Hugh Freeze, I had an idea. And, like, just hear me out, man. All right, obviously we can, we're going to talk. Everybody knows it was the biggest game of the week. Notre Dame gets the win over Clemson. Clemson has their first loss of the season. We will address it. But before we get there, Daniel's crazy idea. With Clemson having one loss, they're probably going to play Notre Dame in the championship for ACC again. Notre Dame gets one loss. Florida has one loss. Looks like they're going to the SEC East uh, championship against Bama, most likely, who is undefeated. If Florida beats Bama, Bama has one one loss. Everybody has one loss except four FCS teams. Group of five, low tier, not group, not power five. We're not talking Big Ten. We're not talking Pac-12. We're not talking any of that. I'm telling you, Coastal Carolina, undefeated. Liberty, 
undefeated. Cincinnati undefeated. And then... Hold it. Hold it. Hold the phone. We got a reason. Do, 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 do. I should probably have been help here. Did you not get it yet? Ah, there. Marshall. Marshall, the thundering her. They're number 16. They're number 16. Number 16. All right. Six and no Marshall. You have four undefeated group of five teams. Give me a college football playoff with just them. So Everybody else is out. So we're taking the group of five teams with one loss. With saying pack your, pack your bags. You're playing in a non-playoff BCS. Power five teams. You got one loss. We don't need it. We're undefeated in the, group, in the college football playoff. That's what I'm talking about. We have about. playoff fatigue. So now we're going to go to the point where it is four FCS teams undefeated. By the rules. By the rules, they're the best team in college football. Am I wrong? Win the games in front FBS of you. FBS teams. So give me the playoff. And then I'm obviously joking here. Daniel, <laughs> my suggestion is you have the real playoff with the big boys for the Tostitos and everything. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> for some Tostitos. Just a bag of Tostitos is where we're going in the shape, a, trophy in, a trophy in the shape of to, a bag of Tostitos scoops. That's Ooh, what I want. The scoops. For the Fiesta Bowl. Perfect. What, but um, you have an NIT Invitational playoff. You have the other four teams, the FCS. Why not? Why not give me the NIT Invitational, man? Like, you, y'all were good. You were top ten. But you weren't top five. Hey, man, listen... Let's just give it to him. It's 2020, man. Zach, listen, this week alone... Central Florida's just making titles down there still, right? Yeah, Central, Central Florida has a national championship. Just get on a when list. When we had a non-national champion, you know? It was that simple. But, Zach, in this year of COVID-19, of 2020, where things are ridiculous and things are unknown, we're sitting here where there's undefeated teams, and you have major teams not playing games. LSU-Bama. Postponed this week. Texas A&M and Tennessee postponed this Why week. Why couldn't the Clemson-Notre Dame game be postponed? Georgia-Missouri. Because... We're missing half our team. But those are not all due to COVID. These are COVID-related quarantine. These teams do not have enough players to fill a full roster because of contact tracing and whatnot. So, I mean, there's literally... Ohio State will not play against Maryland. That will not be rescheduled. Ohio State will now only have eight games. And you're gonna you lose them another in the one. You have lose another one. You have seven. Then, well, if you drop one of them, you're six and one. Is Ohio State going to miss the playoff? You're putting Liberty and Cincinnati and Marshall and I'm Coastal in the playoff. If these teams make a run undefeated, it's 2020, man. Nothing Play really counts. Just give them the chance. Let's uh, let them go for it. Hey, if we're talking 12 and 0 versus 7 and 0, I mean, man, you got to get. They were they went 12 straight weeks and didn't lose. Bang. That's what I'm talking about. Obviously, guys, we're a bit joking, but... I'm not joking that much. Someone in seriousness, let's think about this. You're telling me Coastal... everybody's got one loss You're telling me Coastal goes undefeated. Say say the three other teams lose, and Coastal goes undefeated. Coastal's got it. You're not going to respect them as a top-five team if they're undefeated, 12-0? Like, come on. Give them the chance, man. Put them in the playoff. This is the year Big 12's already out of the playoff. Pac-12's probably going to be out of the playoff, most likely. Uh, Big 10 looks like, at this point, I mean, with Ohio State losing this game, that is negative. That is not a good thing for them, so not ideal. And, Zach, 
This past week, Michigan showed that they're not coming for the playoff with a loss on the road at Indiana, man. The Hoosiers going off. Hoosiers looking good, way. though. Look right, great. But Michigan, what are you doing? Guys, they're probably going to lose Ohio State. I think Jim's gone. You agree? Not so fast, not Daniel. Not so fast. Oh, my God. My what lock of the week is Michigan to get the dub. Oh, to right true. the ship. He's running right the ship. You not the so fast, Daniel. Michigan is going to get back on track. They're going to turn it around. Harbaugh's not getting fired. Oh, boy. Everybody calm down. He calm has down. to beat Ohio State and not get fired. Is that wrong? No. Okay, so. Oh, Ohio you- State's a better program. If you had Steve Spurrier back at South Carolina, he beat Clemson all the time. Say Clemson's just as good as it is now, and Steve Spurrier's there, and South Carolina's going 11-2, and 11-1, 10-2. You're getting players like Clowney. You're putting people in NFL. South Carolina's that threat in the uh, SEC. Are you going to fire Spurrier because he doesn't beat Dabo every single year? No, because your rival is not in your conference. And so every time Jim Harbaugh loses to his rival, which already in college football is a big no-no for head coaches, you also lose the conference automatically because Ohio State wins it. That's literally how it's happened every year. And not to mention on top of that, you're still losing to Michigan State consistently. You haven't beat Michigan State. And now you drop this Indiana game, which all people used to say about Jim is he wins the games they're supposed to win. At least he gets, you know, Minnesota wins. He gets those wins. But you just dropped Indiana. Not ideal, Jim. Yeah, and then there's always the offseason rumbling of him leaving. Always. If there's an open NFL job, that man's gone. And there's always an people. open NFL job. And there's always open college jobs. And there's always khakis. Zach, we said we would talk about it. We will address it. The Notre Dame, Irish, fighting Irish. Done, Clemson. Bro, you think I'm mad? In a 47... I mean, bro, listen. it's There's no way you should be mad. 40... To 47 to 40 in double overtime like in all honesty there was questionable calls going both ways and as a third party questionable calls both ways they multiple things that people were you know on twitter going on and on about but in the end notre dame gets win but y'all lost uh you, you mentioned it the injuries how many people did y'all have out you already lost your starting line number one linebacker your number one d tackle the heisman favorite wasn't playing heisman favorite and then in the game you lose your best safety so there's literally all three phases of defense just and the run game's non-existent etn 18 ETN. carries 26 or 28 yards had a touchdown but are you kidding me? 18 for 28's average and a yard and a half a carry. And then your quarterback's two games in. Thank God he can throw because he had 439 through the air and you're able to put up 40 points. But come on, guys. Like, there's too many turnovers. you got to cash in. you got to put the game away, especially against this Notre Dame team that has Boston College next week, which you think. It could be an upset, man. I'm just saying, if you know Notre Dame, Brian Kelly, they could live up on this win. They could eat it up and easily get upset. You got to go up, you know, to 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 Boston College. That's a Boston College team that's not bad, man. But almost like, beat Clemson. They're pretty good. Just gonna let you know, they're pretty freaking good. Um, so I seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, I watched the team. They're pretty physical, and I mean, they got a passing game. They got receivers that go up and make a play. So Notre Dame's gonna have to show up for that game. You can't live on the idea that we beat number one. We're the best team ever. So, right. so I established that I am not mad, but Dan, Dan 
What about Georgia? What about the dogs? What is the state what? of Athens? <laughs> what? You have a Georgia shirt on, Daniel. <laughs> huh? No, I'm joking. Yeah, it's not ideal, man. It's looking rough, like I said. Uh, UGA Missouri is postponed, so they don't even get the bounce back week, um, which is not great. Don't get to see what's going down with the quarterback in the Florida game. Stetson Bennett takes a shot on the shoulder, ends up being a strained AC joint uh, on his shoulder, so he's not able to you know, finish out the game. They did go to DeJuan Mathis. That didn't go well. People were rumbling, where's JT Daniels? JT Daniels has a pronounced limp. I'm going to let people know right now. That man's pronounced. not fully healthy, I don't think. But Kirby's, you know, we're going going to the bench. Everybody's getting reps with the first team, and best man wins the job. We're going to see what happens. So um, at this point, the dogs, you know, we're just – we're still a good team, but I don't think we're a college football playoff team. I mean, probably not making the SEC championship, although I did say to you before the pods act, don't believe in Florida, man. They beat us. I'd get it. And, like, they're good, and they have good days. But they also will go out there and lose to A&M. Or, you know, they're going to go out there. They got an Arkansas team this week that people will sleep on. They got to go to Tennessee. And Tennessee hasn't looked great the past few weeks. But at the same time, Florida sleeps on people. I'm telling you. They, they read their head pressings. Uh, so, We'll see what happens, but Florida could easily drop another game, put the dogs back in the driver's seat of the SEC East. Uh, outside of that, man, in the college football, Pac-12's back. Looked pretty good. Ooh, actually, Pac-12 is back, and there is something I want to note. Zach, you came to me this week for the pod. You wanted to hit me with a new segment idea, new idea as far as something to just throw out here each week. Well, I was really vibing earlier, so backstory, leaving the gym, I put on a little bit of rap music, but after the gym is not the time for heavy music. It's for a, it's for like a little bit more chill stuff, so I put on some disco, got inspired, made my way to The Hustle. So here we are. The Hustle is now going to be a segment. We're going to do... The Moody Sports Hustle of the Week. <laughs> what does that mean, Daniel? All right, so we were talking about there's two options to this, really. With the hustle, you can either do, you know, obviously it's a good thing where, you know, we're out here grinding, we're hustling, we're getting money, getting paid, doing work. Or you can have a bad hustle where you are out here making people think you ain't ready, making them think that you're bad at whatever you're doing, and then you stun them. And guys, your guys at the Trojans of USC hustled the Arizona State Sun Devils, and me personally. Fourth quarter, you're out here. Five minutes to go in the game. All they had to do was run the ball, run out the clock. You're up 14 points, Arizona State. And you want to know what happens? Zach, you want to know what happens? USC scores. Seven-point game. About two minutes left. Onside kick recovery. Fourth and 19 touchdown. One-point win for the USC Trojans. Arizona State, you just got hustled. Another example of hustle is just putting your body on the line. All the way to the max. The whole country saw this with DK Metcalf. Chasing down... Buda Baker. 
on a 100-yard sprint and hustling his way to almost a Hall of Fame type play. So, DK, DK Metcalf. Hustle of the week. Well done. So, guys, new segment. We're out here. You know what it is. Do the hustle. Yeah, just just stay hustling, kids. Whatever it is on the daily grind. I don't know if y'all like that segment. You can let us know. Let us know. On Instagram. I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty sure me and Dan love that segment. I love it. <laughs> so we were just jamming. It's probably going to come back. <laughs> but um, do also, the hustle. let us know if you have a hustle of the week, good or bad. Good Please or bad hustles. You know, on Twitter, on Instagram, at Moody Sports Page. Yeah, and uh, do the hustle when we play the song, too. Oh, yeah. Blake, make sure you play the hustle. Do the hustle. Give us a hustle. We'll link instructions on how to do the hustle on the website. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get out of college football, Locks of the Week, Zach did mention it. His Michigan on the road or hosting Wisconsin. So, Zach's choosing the Michigan Wolverines to bounce back after the loss against Indiana. Straight dubs, too. Because... We're not going to overpass this. My lock of the week last week, I was very specific. (laughs) North Carolina State was going to cover, but they weren't going to win. They were going to lose close because the U is slim back. Very slimly back. You were so right. They're slim back by four points. And you were probably sitting there watching the NC State-Miami game like everybody else was. We were all watching, and and we cut it off. We cut it off because NC State had it in the bag. They were up big. Miami was choking. The U's not back. But what happened on the last drive of the game? Slim back. U.S. <laughs> the U <laughs> wins the game, does not cover the spread. NC State covers the spread, and they lose slightly because it was my lock of the week. There's no way it was going to be wrong. Well, I was not right in my lock of the week, unfortunately. Me and my Baylor Bears, the Baylor boys, go down 38-31 to Iowa State. Come on, they were so close too. It was like, you know, through an interception with like 30 seconds on the 25-yard line in the end zone. It's tough. Happens. But this week, guys, Daniel's bouncing back. I am also going in the Big Ten. And I'm going to choose undefeated 2-0 Purdue at home to beat favored by three points, ranked number 23 undefeated Northwestern. Let's go Boilermakers. Come on, guys. You, all right. Have you noticed all the Northwestern alumni at work for ESPN? Yeah. It's like uh, Greenberg. Maybe Greenberg. I know Michael Wilbaum went there yep. and then a couple other guys. Whatever. I think, Whatever. I think it's a big journalist school. Yeah. Uh, so. Uga. Uga is Uga. too. Shout out the dogs. Anyways, NFL guys, week nine. Uh, a few headlines. Zach's telling me the pack's back. All right, we're going to talk about this. The He's pack's saying been the back pack's all back. year. They're not back, bro. Go and look at who the Pack have beat. They have beat bad teams. And this week they added to that list with the injured, beat-up 49ers that literally had 14 people out or more. Flick of the wrist Rodgers is double-checking his way to the NFC Championship, man. And then, you know what's going to happen? He's going to lose to somebody like the LA Rams? No, he's going to get beat out way before the NFC Championship by Russell Wilson or something of that. It's a flick of the wrist, dude. It's going to be tough. He's Don't making some beautiful plays. They're wide open receivers, but Rodgers <laughs> is playing well. <laughs> wide open receiver. I could be a receiver out there until the playoffs. <laughs> until the playoffs. <laughs> um, another big game. Personally, probably one of the biggest games of the weekend as far as statements in the NFL. Uh, the Bills' 44-point win over Seattle. 
Um, Seattle scored, you know, about 20, 21 points, but really just came on in garbage time. Three Bill, turnover game for Russ. Yeah, He's got back-to-back game. three turnover games, I'm pretty sure. MVP season in question now? Probably. But, yeah, man, Josh Allen looked great. Also, want to know, Josh Allen played this game with his grandmother passing the night before. They didn't really talk about it much, but that's something that was noted. And, like, man, to go out there and perform like that, even with some turmoil like that going on in your life, like, impressive. Uh, well done to the Bills. Uh, Chiefs, Zach, outlast the Panthers, you know, your team. It's tough, man. The Panthers looked really good, though. Very competitive. Teddy B and the boys. For a rebuilding year, it's been pretty good. It's unfortunate, though. I did see that uh, Christian McCaffrey, you know, first game back, is now back onto uh, the injured list, so back out for a few more weeks. Um, Zach, I've determined. It's been long enough. There's been enough data collected. The Chargers were the problem, not Phillip Rivers. Anthony Lynn. And I don't even know why I don't like Anthony Lynn. I'm pretty sure I just heard a bunch of analysts not like Anthony Lynn. Pretty sure you were hating on Anthony Lynn one time, too, maybe. But I don't know. People say he's not a good coach. I mean, you're playing with a rookie, and you lost your running backs, and I don't know. You're the Chargers. Like, what did you expect? I mean, you're in games, but it's the same story as what it was the past two years with Phillip Rivers over there. You are in games in the fourth quarter, but you lose it by a touchdown or less every time. So I don't know what to think. I think the Chargers have have it may be a bit of that culture, you know, like the Jets culture, a nine and O culture, and or sorry, O and nine culture. Uh, Zach, as a somewhat Dolphin fan, and personally, for me, a Dolphin fan. Go Fins. Go Fins. Tua has now two and O as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Went to Arizona. A little little competitive game against Kyler, and he comes out with the win, gets a game-winning drive together. Switch gears from crapping on the Chargers to complimenting the Dolphins with Brian Flores, the ex-Belichickian, down there running the shop. Great defense in Miami. Shaq Lawson getting a 36-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown. Shout out your boy doing great in his second life after Buffalo. And uh, also Christian Wilkins. So you're pretty much uniting a national championship winning defensive line. And, uh, I mean, it's just great to see. Great to see the Finns doing something to a man. Had 226 yards, two touchdowns. That's a big Mm -hmm. improvement from week one. No turnovers. No turnovers. Hey, he's to a man. You got to protect. If you protect the ball as a rookie, I mean, this team could definitely make a run like I think we said. They're probably going to win the AFC East. Well, you got the Bills. You got the Bills, man, but you could compete for the wild card. But, like, man, I don't know if they can get past this Bills team. This Bills team is impressing me a lot, especially Josh Allen's ability. He has now shown that his his passing has improved. His pass rating, you know, up 65 70% is where it needs to be as far as, you know, a starting quarterback that's going to lead a team through a playoff run potentially. Speaking about potential playoff runs, let's talk about the Bucks and how they looked horrible. Against the Saints. Jesus. Jesus. So, I wrote down beside your bullet point. So, we have a large pad. (laughs) 
just saying. Behind the scenes. So if you wanted to visualize what we're looking at, it is a lot of monitors, a whole team, a production. We got the studio. I got and then bright lights Also, on me. me and Dan used this large pad, and we write down <laughs> ideas on this large pad. And I wrote out to the side of the uh, Saints dominate Bucks. Cowherd, going, I'm a big Cowherd guy. I have disclosed this. But uh, he mentioned... The first game didn't matter. The Saints-Buccaneers, first game of the season, it was week one. Didn't matter. That's a fluke. The Saints and the Bucks, two completely different teams. And what happens the second time around, six weeks, seven weeks later? The Bucks lay a stinker. Stinker. God. Tom Brady plays the worst game of his career. Three interceptions. Stinker. First game with Antonio Brown. So what's the common denominator here? Antonio Brown. He came in. That's that's the only problem with like receivers. Like some receivers, like I would love to have DK Metcalf on my team, but it seems like you put Antonio Brown on your team or like Odell, and your offense stops because there's so much pressure to get them the ball. That's a, the big talking point for Baker Mayfield. In fact, that Browns team looked better without uh, uh you know Odell Beckham out there, and I think you're right a bit too. Uh, with Antonio Brown out there, uh, it was commented by Bruce Arians on Monday in a press conference. Uh, Pete, some, one of the reporters asked about Mike Evans being open and not very much targeted throughout the game. And uh, Bruce Arians said it straight into him. He said, uh, yeah, uh, that Br- Mike, Mike has, was open the whole time and he had a lack of targets, but you know, we were moving the ball. And so there seem to be some slight shots at Tom Brady from Bruce Arians this week, at, uh, which is funny because, like, that's not something you typically would see with Tom Brady. You know, Bill Belichick obviously kept a lot of stuff indoors, didn't let uh, the media into it. And so for Arians to just go out there and address that uh, as a bit of a side-face comment to Brady about not playing well, he sort of called Brady out for the interceptions being his fault. Um, so... We'll have to see uh, what happens with that. It's interesting because also, if you note, Bruce Arians never wanted to bring in A.B. He was a strong standout that A.B. would not be on his team. And then Tom Brady lets A.B. live in his house, which is actually Derek Jeter's house. (laughs) What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's renting Derek Jeter's house. Renting Derek Jeter's house, and now A.B. lives there. So, you know, that's something. But... You know, they're Tom best Brady, friends. Tom Brady Pliability seems to buddies. be the reason AB's on the team for the Bucks, and now first week with AB, the Bucks don't win. Bruce Arians is probably going to let Brady know about it a little bit. He's like, "Yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. That's a bit on you, bud. That's enough Bucks hate. That's enough Bucks hate. Gronk, you look great laying out for that ball you missed. <laughs> so Zach, you you on the pad? Obviously, we've given him the peek into the back, so we'll do it. The fantasy. You just underlined the big word fantasy. Yeah, so <laughs> big time developments for me. First off, it's two a time. I've had a struggle all year with quarterbacks. So this year we're I'm five and four. We're nine weeks in. I I have started Lamar Jackson, Cam Newton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Justin Herbert, Tua Tonga Viola, and I think that's it. A quarterback. Still a long list. When I consider I drafted Lamar Jackson very high off in the uh, league here. But anyways, fantasy's big. I'm tied for first place. Crazy. Never thought I'd be here. Traded for Marvin Jones. He's got back-to-back weeks with a touchdown. Bradley, I hope Melvin Gordon's working out for you. I haven't looked into it much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great trade, by the way. Great trade. Um, 
Anyways, fantasy, I'm elated. I'm I'm on cloud nine. I'm having a good time. I got running backs. Got Gronk. Gronk is literally just like a favorite target. He's now a touchdown machine. You look great laying out. I already said it once, but uh, fantasy, it's going well. I'm on my fourth kicker, too. What is going on? All the kickers are getting injured. (laughs) They get injured and they're on buys. (laughs) I'm doing all right in fantasy. Uh, In the ESPN league, I'm four and five, very much middle of the pack, but we'll see what happens. Like I I think I said to you, there's more games to play. We'll see how it goes. I've struggled with quarterbacks all year as well, but uh, I'm in a Yahoo league as well. I am sitting at the bottom of the barrel, 10-man league, and I am the 10th man. Out Are you here. really? Yeah, not ideal. So, it's tough, man. Fantasy football. Hey, listen. I've won a championship of fantasy football, and so I feel like once you win one, it's definitely not like a Super Bowl, I would assume, where it's like, I would like another. No, I'm all right. It is. Take we need to make it come. more competitive. Get a trophy. I like the trophy we obviously do in for money. Not really, because we're in South Carolina and it's illegal to gamble. Is it not? (laughs) So you keep saying that. I'm going to bring this up on the pod. Did they not legalize sports gambling nationwide? No, it's not nationwide. It's state to state. Are you sure? Yeah. Pretty sure. It's not that I've been gambling on sports. I just assume that. You can't go to like anywhere and bet on a sport here unless you have some form of. So is it just like. So when I was in Vegas, you could. Yeah, but that's also because there's a Vegas sports book right there. Like, Vegas is the reason it got legalized by made made into a state. So, so is there only, like, one state, or is it, no, like... No, I think, uh, I think, like, Tennessee, I uh, do believe, is one. Why would There's they gamble? They're, They're just going to bet they lose? <laughs> you really... That's fair. You don't have a lot of good teams in Tennessee to bet on. <laughs> All right. I looked it up. Uh, there's 18 states. There you go. I'll yeah. be damned. So... Uh, Arkansas, Colorado, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, Mississippi, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York. I knew New York was in there. New Mexico, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, West Virginia, Washington, D.C. And four people have passed it. North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington. So, Daniel, thank you for being a good citizen. (laughs) I just assumed that you could do whatever you wanted. (laughs) No, 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 man. We... There's no rules! (laughs) I mean, that's something I'll eventually change, but you know, we're in South Carolina. Things are slow to change on ideas, so... But hey, go find yourself a bookie if you want to bet. Not really. Don't do that. Do the hustle. Do the hustle. (laughs) Um... Zach, are we going into the mock draft for NBA? All right. We so, call him, we're already at the 35 minute. Real quick, I can sum it up. He's going to kill. The, the draft doesn't matter except for the top three picks. You got the T-Wolves, one. Warriors, two. Hornets, three. Hornets released uh, new city edition jerseys today. Check Fire. them out. Fire. Sick, sick, sick. But anyways, rumblings that the T-Wolves at one looking the trade, but they're also interested in LaMelo Ball, which is a bunch of smoke and mirrors to get more trade value. And uh, as long as the T-Wolves take LaMelo Ball, the Hornets cannot lose because the Warriors and the Hornets at two and three are both interested in Wiseman. And I don't care. I will take the leftovers of James Wiseman and Anthony Edwards. I know we have an array of guards at Charlotte, but say you get Anthony Edwards, you pretty much put a package of Malik and Miles Bridges together, or maybe you keep Miles and he's your role player, and a pick with Cody Zeller to the Warriors and get something back. But it's time. It's go time. 
it is go time for the Hornets. Like it's time to make some moves. It's time to well, you got you got like one year left of terrible contracts, and then it's <laughs> go time. But anyways, top three picks. That's pretty much it. After that, I will say, Andy, I know you're listening. Obi Toppin, you're a big fan. He plays no defense. Oh wow! The is book, that coming in? The with book's the out study. on this man. He's going to be great. He's all offense, no defense, and I mean that works. Welcome to the NBA in 2020, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it'll work great. <laughs> all sports is just offense. Maybe it'll work great. But uh, oh, you, dude, you got anything else, Dan? I want to note, man. Apparently, people are comparing Anthony Edwards to Dwayne Wade. The man hasn't even played a snap, like a, a play of basketball in the NBA. Can we calm down with this? Stop putting pressure on these college kids who are like 18 and 20 to be Patrick Mahomes in their first year. Like, well, good God. LeBron did tat chosen one on his back when he was like 20, so... Okay, and LeBron's like, still playing 17 years later. He was probably right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's part alien. <laughs> I don't think Anthony Edwards thinks he's Dwayne Wade. So, personally, leave the kid alone. He's going to be good, I hope, but if he's taken by the Warriors, I don't want to cheer for the Warriors. No one wants to cheer for the Warriors. They're getting Steph and Clay back next year. But, Dan... Anything before we get out of here? No, I think we're just going to hustle on out of here. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is Moody Sports. That's Moody. I'm Zach. This is episode 61. Have a good week. What a pun. We're going to get copyright infringement on this episode. There's no way. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.